Christmas time, mistletoe <laughs> and wine. Actually, that's Cliff Richards, and to be honest, I'm allergic to him at the moment. He got in trouble. As well. He got in trouble a couple of weeks ago because he basically said he wouldn't get a picture taken with Elvis because Elvis was too fat. What? Yeah, well, look at the state of you, Cliff. Elvis, a beautiful man. Look at the state of you, Cliff. At the moment, Are you joking me? Look, he's just a product of his time. But I'm like more trouble before. Huh? Was he in? Oh. Mm. Red Raw. Red Raw. With Rob and Laura. Red Raw. <laughs> Christmas special. Sorry, yes, Christmas. Sorry. Let's start off this Christmas special by absolutely lacing into the <laughs> Cliff Richard, you does. It's still a banger of a song. Happy Christmas, Happy Robert. Christmas. It's our Christmas special. Amazing. You are the person who loves Christmas the most in the whole world that I've ever met. I would prefer to be called the spirit of Christmas. That's my official title. I love Christmas so much. Like, I could take or leave. I've said this to you before. I could take or leave January through to November. I know. <laughs> I remember you last January. Oh, January is very bleak, guys. Just as a heads up, it's going to be a very grim month of grim podcasts. No, do you know what it is, though? I just, like, I love everything about Christmas. It's the decorations. It's being warm and cosy. No pressure to go outside. Except if you wanted a lovely, crisp, snowy walk. There's <laughs> no snow. But, like... I just, I find summer very stressful because I'm like, I should be at the beach. I should be outside with the kids. But winter, it's under the blankie with the with the tea and watching the good telly. Oh, yes. There's oh, loads. yes. There's a lot of pressure with it as well, Laura. With I'm not going to drag it down, no. Oh, my God. But well, Cliff Richard already dragged I, it down. It's, this year isn't as bad, no. But, like, the pressure. And because Marion, in my house, she wants to deliver most perfect Christmas to everyone yeah. the pressure on you to behave in that manner and for everything to be correct it's very hard we end up having lots of fights at Christmas oh you see to be fair Christmas is the time where you're most likely to have fights I think because of the desire for everything to be perfect like I want the Christmas Eve boxes yeah I want the kids to have everything that they want I want us to be in our matching pyjamas would oh, you wear no. matching pyjamas oh yeah I would yeah not if with I... me now you could <laughs> I mean, if you want to. <laughs> We're actually in our matching pyjamas. I was going to say it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you, I have. I have, probably. Yeah. Uh, you would for the for the kids, like. Did I ever tell you about the year that we all got matching pyjamas? I went to all the trouble of ordering them. It was Polly, me, Shane and Alfie. We were still down in Valley Cotton and theirs came and mine didn't. I was oh, the no. only one without the matching pyjamas. So the three of them matched and I was just sad in the corner on my own. But it annoys <laughs> me when everyone posts them. Oh, know? yeah. Like, do it for yourselves. Well, no. I've posted it like once when 10 years ago but I don't anymore but nobody's doing it for themselves like it's clearly just for Instagram <laughs> I know it's annoying I don't know I don't know I'm not being a, I'm not being a Scrooge you're being know. very cranky did you like Christmas when you were small maybe that's it I, oh no oh sugar I was, <laughs> I was only thinking um, I was out running this morning and I'd be thinking about all of that stuff and uh, we I probably never had massive Amounts of stuff at Christmas. Okay. Did you have love and care? For a period of the day. And then my mum and dad would have probably ended up arguing a lot. And oh. I can remember my dad, like, my dad would get, oh, this is bad. I shouldn't be telling Go these on, stories. Go on, tell me. I can remember him a couple of Christmases out painting the hall. Because he'd have been bored being oh, at home. On Christmas Day? Awful, like, yeah. Painting the hall? And my mum would go bananas. Yeah, weird. Weird. <laughs> weird stuff. Why would he paint the hall? I don't know. Looking back in it, no, <laughs> the, the generation that my dad came from, he's a plasterer. That world, like the men went out for their pints and probably weren't used to staying at home with the kids. 
when there was no pubs open and stuff. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Would I you know you wouldn't get that. And I know, I, I, I know obviously not 100% uh, completely different now, but to be fair, like my old, old fella would love the points and he loved the points, but he, he would have never have drank at home. Oh my God. Sorry now. <laughs> just... <laughs> this is straight trauma for you. This is... But I, we, and then we never... I No, I wouldn't have never been spoiled. I'd have always kind of remembered like other people getting more stuff than me at Christmas. Oh God. <laughs> and did you think did you think you were a bold boy? <laughs> it's just the way it was. Now, I, I have to go back. Okay, because first of all, would he not have just played Monopoly instead of painting the wall? It was socially awkward then as well. Like oh. you uh, I think the generation that he came from, they wouldn't it wouldn't have been very open and sitting down and chatting to the kids. It was, you know, even when I got older, I can remember with my da- dad looked you don't have to be my dad, no, you can be my friend. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to... Like, I can remember going down to a bar in Turner's Cross when I was... And I was probably 22, and my dad would have telling the bar, man, you're not to give Robert any drink. I sure I didn't drink. I used to be training, like, but kind of always. But never... He'd have been very different then with, with other people, like, probably out when he was in the bar or at work. He'd have having a different character, but always with us, the dad. Okay, I get you. I I get you. And I do actually think you probably have a point that he probably wasn't used to being with you. So Christmas Day can be quite tense and fraught for people then because it's like you're forced to be in a situation that you don't want to be in. Yeah, this is like therapy, Laura. (laughs) I haven't spoken about this before. And you look pained, I have to say. You don't don't look Christmassy. (laughs) Um, But come here though. Sorry now, I had another thing. You, as a human being, right? I could imagine you, maybe not on Christmas Day, but on St. Stephen's Day, going out and saying I'm going blowing the leaves like you have that in you a bit even though you're very involved with the kids but I think like step away from the stress of it you, you could find you out in the garden blowing leaves oh with the leaf blower like not with oh you. yeah I thought you meant like a blowout and I was like no, no quite the opposite like, no, no I, 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 can, I can see I, I can see it I can see it like like if you look, go back to lockdown I suppose do you know when you're stuck at home and all of the jobs that you would do around the house and you're out in the garden it was probably that one day of lockdown for my dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, he'd have been well, so he got working. all the bits done. Yeah, so he'd have done bits on that. Day. Mad, look, that's, looking back, that was probably the psychology behind it. Because he'd have been out working. And then at the weekend, when my dad wasn't working, my man would have done the shopping and he'd go, he'd go to the pub. Would you all gather? Would you, like, but when you were small? So just our family. And yeah. I probably, I kept that tradition going then. But my, it would have just been, we wouldn't have having, having anyone into the house. Yeah. It was just our family that we'd have the Christmas dinner and that was lovely then my mum cooked a lovely dinner and then the rest of the day was it was grand oh god Rob this is, <laughs> this is very it different was it was grand what used you do you probably went for an old walk did you an old run no I didn't I never I've never trained in, I hate people who train on Christmas day yeah so do I do you know it's like yeah. it's only you take the day off be with your family you know I, I know there was some nice things about it but it's it completely different from my own kids Oh yeah, well totally. You but they, but the, I think you either become you either emulate what you saw or you do the opposite of yeah, what you saw. Probably just it, the day probably got a bit sloppier. Like do you know what it probably been? Yeah. I'm trying to talk about this. <laughs> well, it's not very Christmassy. No. How do you feel about? You're watching films and stuff. And what kind of films? Christmas films. Oh, like. good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you might be watching really sad films. Oh my god. What we was yours down, like? We sat. Let me tell you about a film first. We sat down a couple of years ago, and my dad always has the concept of a nice family film. Right. Okay. We'll watch a nice family film. So this was like we were all in our twenties. Brendan Gleeson is in it. I'm not going to be able to think of the flipping name of it. The guard. No, not the guard. <laughs> that would have been all right. He's a priest in it. 
Anyway, the first line of the film is the first time I ever taste semen. I was seven. Jesus Christ. No. Me, my mom, my sister, my dad and my husband, Shane, all sitting down to the night. The fight, we screeched. We all screeched. We're like, Jane's a channel. Jane's a channel, no. quick. Jesus Christ. My dad was like, oh, Brendan Gleeson, that'll be a nice family to focus. You've never seen us change a film. We're like, turn on something nice, put on Michael Collins. Uh, if that happened, my mother would get in a heart attack there. Oh and then she'd have died when I was younger, oh, even younger again. Rob, please, you're really bringing down the tone of our Christmassy, Christmassy app. My Christmas, any guesses what it was like? Magic. It was magic. It was. We, because you've, you've, um, you've a light in your eyes when you talk about Christmas. I just love Christmas. and But it does put an awful lot of unnecessary pressure, I feel, still on my mum. But you probably, did you want for anything at Christmas? Well, you see, like, mum and, like, as in, mum and dad weren't, like, swimming in cash or anything. They were both primary school teachers. We weren't short. But we certainly felt like we had a lot more than we probably had. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Again, like that, it was always at home. If, oh my God, if somebody visited us on Christmas Day, we'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, imagine if somebody called your door on Christmas Day. I'm like, go away. Oh yeah. Oh my go God. Away. Go away. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah, who yeah. you are. I don't Out. care. Out. If Ronan Keating wrapped up <laughs> my door on Christmas Day. I'm like, piss off, Ronan. <laughs> no, but what we used to, I'm only just thinking about it now. We used, when we were small, small, uh, my dad had two aunties that lived in Blackpool, uh, Hannah and Jula. They were so cute. They lived together. And they lived together like with one of their, like Hannah was married, I think. And her and her husband lived together and her sister lived with them as well. Right. But we used to visit them on Christmas Day morning. Okay. So mom would have gone to midnight mass the night before. And then me, dad and my my sister and I suppose my brother was probably there at some stage um, but probably wouldn't go now um, that's for January Rob right. don't forget the scathing expose of my brother's happening in January um, but we used to call to these two aunties and it was so lovely inside in Blackpool and they'd just like fill us with like tenora and we're in Blackpool you know where I know where Spring Lane is not that far away from Spring Lane are you laughing at my you, aunt lived in Spring Lane did your aunt live in Spring yeah. Lane what? My mum is from the north side, like. Well, she my was born on Commons Road. And she lived in Spring Lane. I told you, and my other, they moved to Cathedral Walk then. Yes, you know, and, my, and, yeah, and my granny lived up in Cathedral Road. No, they'd be so down... The Blackpool's different now, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it was very magical then, though. Yeah, like, it was very... Blackpool was very, very magical. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, well, I, feel it, it's, this, I feel like a bit like um, Conal like, Creed now. <laughs> Christmas in Blackpool by Laura O'Mahony. She literally just walked in there every now and again. But no, so we'd go to these two aunties. They're down by... You know where if you were coming down, if you were coming down the hill towards, oh, I don't know what's there. Glen like Boxing Club. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across from that, yeah. Okay. I was going to say Graffiti Theatre Company. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Glen Boxing Club. Graffiti Theatre. <laughs> They're very near Graffiti Theatre Very different landmarks, but the same. But the same. A bit like ourselves. <laughs> so we'd go in there anyway, and then when we'd fit, I, I think it was actually now looking back, it was to give mum a chance to make the dinner. I'd say okay. she'd be like, Jimmy, take them. Take, I'd say at some Christmas she'd be like, take them away. Take them away. So we'd go in there for an hour or two. And we were warned not to like have eaten or anything because mum would have the dinner ready then, but they'd always give us like tenora and Fanta and <laughs> like afternoon tea and stuff. And we used to bring some of our Santa presents with us and show them our Santa presents. Oh my God. And one year my sister, 
like it was dollies and stuff. You'd bring your dollies to show them. But one year, my sister got a she got a pile of books, so she brought her books with her. That's stuff. <laughs> and I was always a bit like, you probably don't care about your books. Like they want to see our dollies. Like, they, <laughs> what do you do? Bring your books. I told her that recently, and she was like, "Why? What was wrong with that? I got books from Santa, and Does I brought she them in." Want to become a great woman, like a great woman who wrote so her was own on brand. Book. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed, brand. wrote her own book about the guards. Um, and then we'd come home, we'd have the dinner early then but now dinner is much later and yeah, I still go, I still go to my mum and dad's for Christmas on yeah, Christmas we used, Day we used we me Marion and Kyle and Meg would come up in the mornings when we and it was just us and in the last few years we have been going to Marion's mum's house but I think we're going to go back to just being by ourselves this yeah. Christmas day yeah and just ourselves shut off from yeah. the world social media and then and then on St Stephen's Day Probably the same traditions like when I was younger, St. Stephen's Day, I know I've invited all of my family over to my house. Lovely. So, um, what will you do, nibbly bits? They used to have it up in my sister's house, so they would all, uh, and I, do you know what, I just, I moved in different circles, so I never kind of bought into it because it's a day of eating and drinking and Fair I'd enough. be coaching okay, okay. or I'd be training and, but I'm going to, I'm going to make an effort this year, but they'd, they'd all bring some part of the Christmas dinner. So whether it was the potatoes mm. or the turkey or whatever, and everybody brought a bit and they, they, they'd have a great day. On Stephen's Day? Yeah. That's very cute, isn't it? It was. But you know, if you're in a different space then and everyone's in party mode, and if you're, if I was training or, you'd have no, I'd have no interest. And what, Laura. what would you do on a, a training day? Would you have taken a break? When I was, when I was competing, I trained really hard up to the 23rd of December. So I'd normally like on the 23rd, I would do a 30 or 35k train that evening. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Then Christmas Eve in the morning, I'd only do 10 or 12k. Oh yeah. I'd take the rest of the day off. Then I'd have have Christmas Day off. So it was like a day and a half off of training. Then you were back training St. Stephen's Day. You see, and this is where the difference lies. Because for me, Christmas is two weeks. Like as in, this this notion of it being only, people that say it's only one day, I want to punch them clean into the face. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is gas. Oh my God, you're pulling out loads of emotions here now. Christmas was always always a struggle for me, even when I was an athlete, because there's a mad side to me. If I let myself go, I could destroy my whole year athletically. So as when I was younger, I would um, orchestrate that I was gone to Spain right up until the 23rd of December so I'd have no distractions and so that I'd be able to train. And I did that then throughout my career. Like, like me and Mar went to Australia straight after Christmas or I'd go in a camp up to Christmas. So avoided Christmas a lot. Oh, why? what do you mean you could destroy yourself? Like with food and drink? You just switch off. Like, like you'd have no... Sure, if you were out and... Sure, you could be out every night. Yeah. If you bought... And, and you can't then as an athlete. Like, so you've no Christmas as an athlete. You know? That's depressing, isn't it? But then your your Christmas then is in September. Do you know what I mean? You go mad in September. So even the lads in court, you know, no lads, you can have Christmas Day off with your families and then they're back training and on, since on Stephen's Stephen's But that's just the life. That's their life. Yeah, like. yeah. and but it's for a short period of time. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. I just have an image of you trying to put up a Christmas tree in September. This is my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the rest of you. I'm putting up this so, Christmas tree whether you like it or not. It's Christmas is, it's different for everyone though, isn't it? Like I love, I do love Christmas. I love it with the kids. Mm. But I do find I feel under a lot of pressure to be perfect for Marion. She wants it perfect. And if it's not, there's a lot of, I feel that there can be a lot of stress in the house. I think as well, like I definitely feel, I've had to say to my mom, like she knows how much I love Christmas, right? And like to me really Christmas equals mom, right? So she, she like, 
you know, she makes the dinner or whatever, but she, it's just being cozy in her house as Christmas, really. But I've had to say to her, like, please don't, you know, I'm 38 now. You don't have to worry about my expectations. Like if Christmas is not perfect now anymore, like this year, Christmas will be perfect if my dad is alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas last year it was like, Mom decided last year she wasn't making no Christmas puddings. I was like, what the fuck? This is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. No, but I've had to say to her this year, I'm like, we're all going to minimize our expectations this year because we're all here. Yeah. And as long as we're all here, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less if we had a bag of crisps on Christmas Day. Do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, because she, I think she definitely feels the pressure. And I think Christmas can be really sad for people as well. Mm. You know me now, I'm a big saddle. So like on Christmas Eve night, we li- we light a candle, like a Christmas Eve candle, right? And dad makes a bit of a speech. Now, and dad is like an orator, right? A beautiful speech maker. And he can really get you in the feels. Now, for a couple of years, I was like, dad, I don't want any sad speech now on Christmas Eve. I don't want to be crying on Christmas Eve, right? Because he's just very emotional. But I do in my head do almost like a roll call of like, did we all make it? No. <laughs> I do, yeah. Do Christmas on Christmas Eve, I'm like, who... Who are who's not who's coming gone. with us into next year? Yeah, <laughs> and I, like and don't don't. This is very dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so Christmassy. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care. No, but it's real as well. Like because no matter what, Christmas can be very hard for people who've lost somebody. Yeah, you'd be absolutely bereft. Oh, I know. Like and like Christmas that makes of, it worse. That tree was like from Thomas at Christmas. Oh God, I'm a sad tree. I'm always putting ribbons up that, <laughs> and I'm like, who will be getting a ribbon next year? The rotary no. tree. Who will be getting the a ribbon? Tree. Yeah, because it started off. I used to put one up for like Shane's mom passed away before I met Shane. Right, the year before I met Shane, very, very, very sad. So I used to always put a ribbon up for her. But fuck it, like we're together 15 years now, so there's more and more ribbons coming the whole time. <laughs> so I've actually stopped. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not putting, no, I'll give them money, but I'm not putting no ribbons up it. Because I think, I think it's tempting fate as well. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting any other ribbons on that now. I might start putting the names of people who are alive on it. People who I want dead. <laughs> Imagine that. Is this person dead? No. No, I'm a liar. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, people who have That's wronged me. That's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, a tree where you can I put just up... Just leave them. Leave them over there for Christmas then and enjoy it. Put up a tree where you can, like, put... You can settle your grievances. Yeah, just leave them. <laughs> <laughs> I just... There was something else back along there. No, but it does... There's definitely a pressure. There's definitely a pressure around Christmas. There's a psychology in that. It's like a few... So a few stars... <laughs> on the tree and focus on the happiness and the joy of Christmas because you fucked all of that other yeah, stuff yeah because you put there. them away there is a, it's that's like, not bad it's, yeah that's very smart oh, it's very insightful get me a now. ribbon there a hay tree get me a ribbon there <laughs> outside of pennies Corks write the names big Primax knickers and stick them on the tree <laughs> Oh my god! Here's a list of fools that I don't want to think about over Christmas but, but go on I I do feel the panic in these days now as we're nearly there. I'm like, have I got everything? Am I ready? You know, like I do feel a bit. And then, but then it all goes away. And then you have those gorgeous days after Christmas where nothing happens. And you just don't know what day it is. You're in your pajamas the whole time. That's a weird week though, isn't it? Oh no, it's the best week ever. I love that week. Oh, I love the build up for Christmas. Like we have some traditions now. Me and Cahill, since he was, since he was a baby, since he was small enough to walk around town with me, I would do my training on Christmas Eve morning and it would just be a day for the boys that we would go in, go around town, get get the presents. Like in some years now, really bad. Like you'd be struggling for presents and you'd go into 
HMV and buy a load of DVDs from Marion. <laughs> well, <laughs> from Marion? I know. But what can you buy a woman who has everything, Lord? Are you joking me? Here, love, I got so, today's pretty woman. But we go in, we do her, and we still do it. And, and oh. you know what? He loves doing it with me. No, it's like, Dad, it's just me and you, no one, Christmas Eve. I sure I love it, like. I know so he'd not that he drinks and stuff, but he'd have a point. No, like, you know, we'd. Last year we went into town, we went into the Welcome Inn, real old man's Cork pub, mm. some characters in there. Mm. I go down to Soho then, and um, which will be tequila jacks this year. No one get chicken wings. I knew you were going to say chicken wings. I was yeah. like, this man loves Christmas Eve chicken wings. But we and you go in and you can catch up and just have the chats and the banter. It's lovely. I love Christmas Eve. Well, I love Christmas Day as well, but Christmas Eve is lovely. Like I think Christmas Eve is probably my favorite. I used to work in Liam Russell's bookshop on Christmas Eve, and it was the best day to yeah, work. Yeah, the energy is unreal. Isn't All it? the men coming in looking for books. That'd be your DVD now. They'd be like, do you have uh, Barack Obama's new autobiography? I'm like, your wife does not. <laughs> I will see you in January, my friend, when you'll be looking for a refund and I'll give you, or there'd be a big day for vouchers. There'd be fellas yeah. coming and give me a 60 euro voucher there. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Panic boy in there. A hundred percent. But it was such a nice, um, it was such a nice day and our boss used to like buy us hot chocolates and stuff from Butler's. Like the rest of the year, she'd buy you nothing. Uh, and you'd forget all about the bad days. Then. Yeah. You'd think they're sound. Christmas Eve she'd be like oh my god this is amazing and then we used to finish up early but Liam Russell's you sell cribs as well unbelievable cribs gorgeous I was an expert in the cribs I'm like do you want Trey Shepherds or do you want to but it was it was lovely to be in town for Christmas Eve whereas now I do I want to be I really like once Christmas Day hits I'm like you will not see me until about the 2nd of January I'd say but I'd love to go away and I've said it to Marta would you go away abroad straight after Christmas Day oh Gone. yeah that's a good like idea go yeah because I just think it's a dead week I think the following week's a dead week like there's well, nothing I'd, happening no I'd like to stay for the dead week and I'd like to go around the 2nd of January just go 2nd of January we're going to Centre Parks this year I win the, around the 2nd of January really or maybe the 5th of January well, I am as well are you when <laughs> would that be weird no we'd have a lovely <laughs> time I'd say Mary needs like. I'd love to do off. something to look forward to at the start of January. Like, well, I hate January. I just think I January is the longest month ever. It seems like there's like, is there an extra Saturday in January? There's nearly always five Saturdays mm. in January. It's so long, and Christmas is the. Fr- I always say to my mom, she kills me for this. No wonder she feels the pressure. The saddest time of the year <laughs> is at about a minute to midnight on Christmas Day Why? when Mom says, "I'm going to go to bed," because then it's over. For a year. Oh yeah. We're the furthest away from Christmas yeah, yeah, Day yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I get over myself but if I was to like bed down into it I'm like this is the saddest moment. Is that Poor man feels like she has to stay up so yeah. to tr- try and stave it off. But I January to me I'm like oh my God there's just so much to get through now until Christmas again. I hate putting away the decorations. I'm yeah, so sad. Give them all a little kiss and say well done lads you did good this year. <laughs> One year oh yeah I meant to say this. One year uh, we took it too far. I decided we weren't going to take down our Christmas decorations. This is when we were living in Monkstown. And I was like, we're leaving them up. We left them up till March. And I know, it was the Laura. fucking most depressing thing. Are you serious? Oh my God. But come depressing. here. I like walked into your house a minute ago. Yeah. What are the teddy bears called? My again? snow friends. Snow friends. <laughs> they <laughs> How many, Jeff? I have not done a count, but there is certainly over 120 <laughs> the last time I checked. They are my snow friends. They are soft snowmen yeah. and Santas. And they are strewn around the house. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows they're not toys and nobody's to play with them. Yeah. Happy yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Don't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Yeah, I but him... I do. I love this week. I do love this week. Okay. I love the energy. I love the buzz around town. It's great. It's great. I love. I love walking around. But sure, you love walking. With the kid, I love the big wheel area down there and Grand oh, Parade. Yeah. All of the, the smell of food. Yeah. All of the different stalls. The Marina Market's lovely. All of the different yeah. smells there at Christmas. All the, the you know there's. Bands on playing. Yeah, and the ice rink and stuff. Ice rink. So, I, no, I do, I do, I do love it. I went ice skating there the last day. Oh, my God, it hurt. Oh, it's sore, isn't it? It hurt. And the kids were there, like, we were on the ice, I'd say, about five minutes. Alfie had one of them penguins that you push around. And Alfie goes to me, I think I've done enough for today. And I was like, <laughs> oh, brilliant. I was like, okay, love, come on, so we'll pop off. I was like, I'll be able to sit with Alfie now and probably just skate away. The next thing, he was gone off. And I was like, where are you going, love? He goes, no, I'll try it again. Well, he was there for the full 45 minutes and my two legs broken. That's the, I broken. Know. It's the shoes. They're very tight, aren't they? But if you get the wrong pair of shoes and they're jabbing into oh, you, God. they're sore, Laura. And the man had to put them on for me. Is there anything more embarrassing? You put on your own I shoes? don't know. I couldn't kind of get the angle till suddenly this man appeared and he started kind of, he's like, I'll do it for you there. And like... I never felt like I had a chubbier leg trying to <laughs> shove it into the thing and trying to be cool and like trying to not go I only had a section a couple of weeks ago <laughs> it was up there with one of the most embarrassing experiences of my life this man shoving on me ice Well, you're not sitting me. down putting on your shoes I was sitting down but to put them to get into them I had to stand up and kind of lean on his shoulder <laughs> And then like with the first one done and I'm like, oh God, the second one now. So then when I stood up, like I'm half wobbling on the other one, I'm leaning on this man's head and he's trying to put on my shoes for me and I don't want them on at all. And come here. So much. And, oh, we'll move on from that. What are we, the imp- <laughs> When's improv? Oh, improv is, we're, we're nearly done now. We just have, it's tonight, tomorrow and Sunday. I'm going Sunday. It, I have to rectify for last year because I went last year with Marion. You left at the break. And she fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which no, like, she fell asleep not because it was the improv. Because, I don't know, she, she was on it. Um, she was wrecked from trying to give you a perfect Christmas. She was wrecked from Christmas. And then she was wrecked from some diet she was on. Oh, God. And she had no energy. She, was, she, she fell and worked. It was, it was the pressure. It was the stress. Well, I was massively insulted. Yeah. She fell asleep. <laughs> we had war. Oh, did she? Oh, absolute war. Oh, happy Christmas. So we're going to have fierce crack now this Sunday night. Well, it is. It has been absolutely wild. The improv is the most crack you have, but the audience are absolutely fluttered. My God, they're fluttered. But that's part of the crack. Yeah. So it's on after the main panto, the opera house main panto, and then we come out. Did you get nervous? Do you get nervous doing it any night? Uh, no, because I think I've said that to you before. The nerves are around forgetting your lines. There's okay. no lines to forget here. I don't know what I'm going to say. It's improvised. They make it up. Like, and, and I think we all know each other. We've all been, like me, we'll say me, Laura Hart and Dominic McHale, Dom that was in yeah. Young Offenders and was in cahoots with me as well. The three of us in particular have worked together for years and years and years. And come here, are you allergic? Do you get allergic to each other by the end of it? Or are you no, fine? No, no, no. <laughs> Do you know, I, like when you go on a stag well, little, and it starts off great, massive energy and then you just can't wait to be away from everyone at the end of it. It's very... But not that you don't like them, it's just... No, it's very short. There's only like right. seven nights, so and we're not... We don't have an intensive rehearsal period okay. or anything. But it's uh, it's the best crack you'll ever had. This reminds me... Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Am I going to go there? I am. Do you remember when you were a teen, right? Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Used you take Christmas Day as an opportunity to text people you fancied? Happy Christmas. No. <laughs> Oh, you, Cynthia? No. What? It no. was, I felt like it was the one 
I felt like it was the one free day where you could text. So what made me think of it is because Declan, I, who's I, in the improv you know, I, no, because... Wait till I, I tell you. Wait till I, I tell you. I didn't have a phone to text. <laughs> oh. When I was a teen. Didn't so you? I was just thinking about it. No, no, Did you ring someone? <laughs> <laughs> Go on the landline. All right, the girl. landline. Oh, two, one, four, six, seven, eight, nine. This is Robert. But I'd just like to say happy Christmas. Go on. Declan, who's in the improv fanto, Declan Wolf, he was my drama yeah. teacher, right? And I loved him. I loved him. I loved him. Declan, my drama teacher. I loved him, right? I loved, loved him. I had his name like scratched on my pencil case. Oh, and oh was my he a lot older than you? No. Actually, as it turns out, I'd say he's only about four years older than oh, me. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was very young when he was teaching me. But, oh my God, I loved him. But he's in the improv panto now, which did I Did you love him or did you just I think he was brilliant I, at what he did? No, I wanted to marry you him. You fancied had him. Like, all fancied the pants You liked him and you fancied him. I would have... <laughs> I would have married him in a shot. Go away. Oh my God. Like I was in what love. What age were you? From 16 till about 20. <laughs> oh, for that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved him. I'm very committed when I get going, Rob. But I loved him so much. Oh, and <laughs> I hope he's not listening. He definitely is. But he's in the improv panto now and I'd be there chuckling. Is he? To, yeah, I'd be there chuckling. I just think going... like, you know, when you fancy someone when you're younger and you can remember them feelings like, and you get a little bit of a, a flutter in your belly. Well, I, to get that I when don't you see him. still fancy him. Sorry, Declan. But or he wherever. does still wear the same. <laughs> I'm going to f- flutter in my hole. Um, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> she gets arse flutters. My arse would be fluttering at the side of me. No, he wears the same um, deodorant that he used to wear when he was teaching me. So sometimes when he wa- wafts past me, I'm like, oh. What is it? It's um, cool waters, oh, David. Yeah, I, that. I used to go find. I used when we used to cool go on holidays. Waters. That's I used a blue to, bottle, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. When we used to go on holidays, I used to go to duty free and try and smell them out. And they're sniffing <laughs> no. the bottle. In. Oh, I tell you, I was obsessed. I was obsessed. And he but, still wears that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he probably varies That's it. Mad, but to no. me, he'll always smell of that. Every Christmas day, I used to be like, "It's totally okay to send him a happy Christmas. It's totally fine because it's Christmas. I'm just being nice. Yeah. I'm just going through my phone book." So I used to be like, happy Christmas, Declan. Hope you have a lovely day. And then he'd always answer. And I used to be like, oh, I love them for the day. <laughs> so I didn't have a phone. I got my first phone for my 21st. Oh, God. Oh, no, I had a phone when I was 15. Like, But sure, obviously, when I was 15, you were probably... So that would be right, like the seven same. years. So, oh, yeah, yeah no, it was a big part yeah. of my Christmas day. Texting fellas I fancied. That's mad. Happy no. Christmas. So I had no phone. Happy Christmas, Declan. Years. Um, sure. What? Yeah, no, no. It's probably good. It's probably good though. <clears throat> I used to be inside in bed texting fellas until all hours of the night. So I'm trying to think. No. So when Rory? did you get your first phone? Ninety nine around then. When was I fifteen? Ninety nine seems a bit early. I was. Uh, I'd say probably more like two thousand and two ish. I got my oh. first phone, little Philip Savvy, little blue fellow with a tiny screen. I used to be bait into texting Rory Gibbons. <laughs> No. My first boyfriend, yeah. Who used to play for Nemo. You know his family, Rob. I do. You do. I, uh, I used to be texting him late into the night, but still in love with What Declan. would you text? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was probably all shite, like, hi, how are you, grand? Yeah. Right back. Do you remember right back? Right WB. <laughs> WB8. Oh. No, I. Uh, that was a big part. To, I, I don't know what it'd be like to be a teenager. And there's a fine line when you're texting, isn't there? When you're a fan, I remember you used to text Mar. Yeah. Are you, is it too much texting? Am I after a nine or does she fancy me? Why isn't she after writing back? Oh, waiting for somebody it, to write back was painful. 
I'm like, oh my God. You're hanging the phone like, is in your on, hand. Come on. And then sometimes you might hear the coming through like a speaker or something. You're like, oh yes, something's happening. Something's happening. Yes. I definitely remember many Christmases of like, I'm going to send. So Declan got a message. Rory got a message. Who else? Come on, out them all now. I'm trying to think who else. I probably, well, Joe was probably one. Who else? Cusack twins. Basically, any man that got Happy Christmas from me on Christmas Day I when I was getting flutters for the day, then when they be texting you back, it's all right. It just like there was a butterfly shoved up my hole. I would say that there was a year. Wait for it. I would say there was a year. And would Jimmy be aware of that? Yeah, you're waiting to just at all. Would you be getting him a Christmas dinner? Or? No, my phone would be up in my room. Would and I might wander up to my room to see. I would say there was a scandalous oh, year. Brace yourself. You're not ready for this. There would have been a scandalous year where Declan got a text. Right. And Shane got a text. Oh. <laughs> oh, so was there a crossover there? There wasn't a crossover, but like. Does Shane know Declan? Oh, yeah. And knows all this. Does he? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. he threatened? No, I don't think Doesn't so. He? Well, no, sure. I married Shane. I know that. Yeah. But Declan hadn't asked. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. I'm joking, I'm joking, no, but by the time, by the time Shane came along, right. I actually, a friend of mine was, this is terrible, Declan doesn't know most of this, a friend of mine, he will, um, know. He will now, and I'm sure he, <laughs> he won't mind, be very awkward going into the improv panto, um, a friend of mine was away on an Erasmus year, right? right, and I used to be emailing her about Declan, ridiculous, like why, there was nothing going on. Away with the player. What? Razzy Erasmus. No. <laughs> You make sports jokes at me. Very good. What's Erasmus again? Erasmus, where you go away for a year. I don't know what it means. <laughs> you don't show like Erasmus with me do. all like normal you and expect like... me to kind of go, oh yeah, the, 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 oh, the Erasmus year, sure I did that myself. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you do first and second year of college in Ireland oh, and then you go away for the third year and then you come back. Okay. It's called an Erasmus That's what it is. I was always afraid to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a fella's name. I think it is. Mr. Erasmus was the fr- anyway. But so a friend of mine was over on her the Erasmus year. <laughs> of doing third year of college in a different country. But I used to be emailing her about Declan. Now there was nothing to email because sure like I said Declan was just about his business. But did she shift? No. She made no moves. No, no, sure. I don't think he fancied me at all. <laughs> so I'd be sending this email to this girl. About, uh, you know, that I loved him and blah, 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 blah. And then... Oh, you I loved him? Loved him. And okay. then I have an email of when I met Shane. And it was like the next week. <laughs> <laughs> and so for a while I was like, I'm so torn. What was I torn for? Like, as in, it was all a made up scenario in my head. But I loved him. I did. Like, I did. Definitely. I, I regularly roar this at him now. I used to love you. And he gets all embarrassed. You're going to be very embarrassed when you hear the podcast, Jacqueline. <laughs> Nice. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I wonder, was it because he was my teacher? Like, did you fancy your teachers? Should they were all men? Sorry, were they? <laughs> no. If you fancy someone in your head, who's your man, Dick Tobin? Did you Dick fancy? Him? <laughs> <laughs> if you fancy someone, there has to be a bit of realism in your head that you can actually score with them or hook up with them. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I did think I could. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think when I was in school, I was so underdeveloped. 
that I wouldn't have been at the stage where like I don't want to fancy a, a teacher who was a full-blown woman okay as I told you before I hit puberty very late so they'd have been off my radar do you know what I mean that's a little Christmas present for you there guys <laughs> just a reminder that Rob hit puberty very late happy Christmas so you fancy you fancy people I think who you think you have a chance with oh I don't know I like an unattainable goal as well <laughs> yeah mm. I don't know was there something about the fa- anyone I think any man that was kind to me I probably fancy him. <laughs> <laughs> even if they look like the back of a bus I'm like oh, I God. love you oh, <laughs> okay Laura do you want to spin in my car yes I'm going to the back of the boot a man is oh when you're going to leave me out you're so nice to me. <laughs> stop it oh my God Rob <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> lovely though, but that's that's you that's the difference in you like you felt so secure and happy in your upbringing whether it's Christmas or yeah. you're just happy whereas I was fucking always on the back foot that's because nobody was cagey go- yeah you were right because nobody cagey, was going to back you. up you know worried scra- scrappy it's mad but how but I'd see you- it, my kids know I'd see the secure you have a different look in your face when you're I think when you're that secure and nurtured and loved you have a different viewpoint in the world and I even see it in Kyle as big as he is now he's a bit like a big teddy bear like Aww. and my two girls there at home and Meg's a bit craftier alright like but the two girls there they, they don't see any wrong in the world like but isn't that that's lovely. lovely it is lovely for as long and as I didn't, humanly no, I, I wasn't I wasn't like that but how did you get a bit like that though because you are a bit like that now but I think it's a I just think it's been educated with stuff. It's it's been exposed to stuff and moving into new circles and getting to know people and traveling and 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 you know what? And coming back and going, I don't give a fuck where you're from, yeah. who you are, whether you're black, white, yellow, Chinese, African, Mexican. We're all the same. We yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you meet people around, it's like, oh, geez, we're all the same. We all have the same insecurities. Yeah. I think anyone who tries to get on. Most people, I genuinely think most people are good, you know. Yeah, but I, I think too. if you brought up, yeah, the air. Most people, most are, people are back good. to Christmas, and a, a Christmas lot of brings them are a pain in the hole. Yeah, but the air. <laughs> I think I think people can be in a pain in the hole, but again, but they're still ultimately It comes good. back to them probably having some issue going on. A Christmas brings the good out in people, and I in I think inherently is that the word inherently Her- inherently mm. people are good. Yeah, you know. And well, that's very Christmassy of you. Consider that you started off like down on the floor, but then we come into January and oh, you come wait back. For to the <laughs> January. Now, before we go, right, ages ago, there on our Instagram, we said uh, on the Red Raw podcast Instagram, we said that we would give a shout out to somebody who gave the best caption under a photo. Yeah. Well, all of the captions were muck. Right? <laughs> they, were, they were poor enough. They were they? piss poor. No offense, guys, but I need you to work harder. We yeah, are working just, our asses yeah, off here for you. Be a bit original, like. Come on, guys! But I, I do said, appreciate you texting. I definitely I love, appreciate. I love a text over oh, just somebody yeah. liking that. Somebody who's gone to the effort of putting in a few words, even though they were yeah. bad. And I think it's still know, better than a in, like. In the spirit of like texting people you fancy on Christmas Day. I think you should all send us nice comments on Christmas Day. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, Just, yeah, you know, I do, get, yeah. Slide into the DMs. Um, but I think we should give a shout out to some of our followers because we said we would. All right. Okay. Go on. I'm just going to name a few as I whiz down here. Sinead Murphy. Hey, Sinead. <laughs> Eleanor Hurley. All right, Eleanor. <laughs> Root's Kitchen Catering. Hey, Root, how are you? I feel a bit like, you know, when, um, you know, when they do Free Food Friday <laughs> on the radio. I feel a bit like that. James Clancy. Hey, James, what's happening? We love a man. David Lambert. Dave. 
Do you know Do you know any of these people? Oh yeah. Do you? Yeah, we're connected, like. Oh, Barbara Ward. Barbara. Was Babs. Babs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Owen Ryan. Owen, how are you, Ryan? I'd say you know him because he's got a sporty-looking profile picture. Hilda Ryan. Oh, another Ryan. Hilda. Ryan. Hilda. Say hi, to Hilda. Hilda. Uh, Lorraine Casey. All right, Lorraine. Olive Jeffers. Hey, Olive. And Glamity Jane. Hey, Glamity. <laughs> And ever and all our other followers, we wish you a happy very Christmas, happy Crimbo, happy. and we'll see you for the misery of January. <laughs> Are we done? Done. That's it. Red raw. Right. All right. I'll see you in January. All right, girl. Have a lovely Christmas. <laughs> you too. I'll text you Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Red raw. Red raw. With Rob and Laura. After forgetting to tell them when we're back. Oh, that's right. Whoopsie. <laughs> we will be back. Red Raw. The 8th. The 8th of January. 8th of January. Monday the 8th. To bring some joy. To oh, no, no joy To bring some January. joy to January, Laura. <laughs> I will be miserable. <laughs> no, January is a good one. Okay, it is. And so then we won't be taking a break then for ages, shall we? Won't? No, we'll drive on. Drive on. Okay, happy Christmas. Good luck.